Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Do you want to start with Jalen? Yeah, I think we should. A plus. Okay. <laughs> I gave him, so I, I, was, I had a few different grades I was thinking yesterday. Um, here are some stats about Jalen that I think like you wouldn't guess based off how he's discussed, but I think it is pretty surprising. Uh, he's sixth in the NFL in completion percentage, fifth in yards per attempt, fifth in completions over 40 yards, sixth in completions over 20 yards, fifth in total yards, third in uh, big time throws, according to Pro Football Focus, fifth best passer rating on third down, second in total touchdowns, most wins in the NFL. I mean, he's been a top five quarterback in the NFL. And by the way, like the last month, He's been that much better throwing the football. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I originally gave him a B, wow. but then, but, but no, well, hold on. I, I ended up on an A minus. Okay. I mean, I mean eight and one, he's been throwing the ball really well. I think also when we talked about the Eagles and the challenge they had coming into this year, it was prove that you could do it again. And really that was Jalen. Like it was Nick and it was the team, but it was Jalen. Jalen through the first nine games of the season has proven he can do it again. And I think that's the toughest thing. Like you just talked about high hopes when you're a pitcher and you go through the lineup the first time or the league, the first time it's just different the second time. Like they've seen you. Yeah, exactly. Um, And I think with Jalen now, at the beginning of the year, we saw they, they had a plan for him. He's adjusted and he's killing it. So the other reason I bumped it up is I think he's been way better with the turnovers recently. Well, he clearly has. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the last two weeks. Why is it not nay? That's my question. The turnovers. Okay, I mean, it's a lot of turnover. So it is, but here, real quick, let me just throw something at you because the reason I would give him an A, and obviously, you know, I'm a easier grader than you, right. and I'm, but the re- I honestly think he deserves an A, and I wouldn't give everyone an A or anything like that. But I think Jalen deserves an A for for two reasons that you mentioned. One, the fact that he is clearly playing through something, and that he has clearly lifted his game while going out like a freaking warrior yeah. and playing through. And I think that has to be factored in, especially when we're talking about early season. Like, we don't know how long he's had this. My guess is he's had it for a while because he has not run the same way a lot this year. We've talked about that. He's yeah. been less burst. So my guess is he had this for a while. Like, I think he was learning to play through it early on. Like, I think he was learning to figure Maybe. out the injury yeah. and get through it. And I'm not going to ding him for the early stuff, especially when he won those games. So, like, I get the turnovers are a thing, but it looks like he's corrected it. And again, at the, at the end of the day, like he, in my opinion, through the first half of the season, is the MVP of the season. It's I agree. either him, Lamar, or Mahomes. Like there's no, th- I think there's it's no Jaylen. fourth. I think like, unless Jaylen you want to make the, the AJ Brown Tyreek argument, I wouldn't do that. But yeah, Joe, I think Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow will be, be there four, by the end. Yeah. But Joe Burrow started wasteful. I mean, Joe Burrow was bad. Agreed. For a few I agree. Weeks. I agree. Like, Jalen was never close to as bad as Burrow was yeah. those few weeks because of the injury and all mm-hmm. that. But still fair. I think if if Jalen's the MVP of the league halfway through, he has to have an A. Like he has to. So it has to be relative, and that's something that I think that we. And we've talked about this a lot, but I think it's something that is still missing in the reaction to the Eagles with the negativity and all that stuff is that 
the rest of the league looks like this too. Yeah. Like, offense is down this year. Numbers are down. Play- do you know who's the second most passing yards in the NFL right now? Yeah, I actually do. It's Sam freaking It's unbelievable. Howell. Sam yeah, yeah, Howell yeah, yeah, is yeah. number two in the league. I would have never guessed that in a million years. That's my point, right? Yeah. Like, it's it's just a little different this year. Like, they're yeah. not. it's not the same league as last year. And I think we have to recognize that when we look at both the Eagles as a whole and we look at Jalen, it's all about everyone else you're playing against in that year. And it yeah. has to be relative. And I think when you look at it relatively, I think he has to get an A. So, first of all, an A- minus is still an A. I get it. As I, I told, it. I'm have saying told my parents. A. Yeah. But, but, like, the turnovers... He's turned it over a lot. He's fourth in the NFL in turnovers. I, I know, mean, just, but you know, he's recovered and bounced he, back. And went well, I'm won. just saying, though, like, that's they a, only lost one game because of, of the turnovers. And yeah, they in that game, three of them were not his fault. Agreed. But, like, the play he made against the Jets was an all-time bad play. Like, it I, was. Again, You're giving him a minus for one play? No, I'm giving him a minus for 11 turnovers in nine games. That's a lot of turnovers. Okay. That, we'll, it's a we'll, lot we'll, of turnovers. We'll agree, disagree. I yeah. think we should get an A. Let's move well, on. Well, the, the next, last thing I was going to say about him was, in most of the year, he was like top three or four in turnover-worthy plays. He's down to nine. So, like, he's getting better with it, and other quarterbacks are doing it more. But, yeah, I look, again, A-, minus. I think, considering how his season started to an extent and how the turnovers were, I think is a good one. Okay. I give him an A. All right. Running back. You ready? Are you, so you're giving full position grade? Full position. Okay, so yeah. it's not From just here on out, it's full position. Okay, yeah. I like that. That makes yeah, it yeah, easier. Yeah. All right, yeah. go ahead. We'd be here for a very long time. Yes. Uh, I gave the running backs a C plus. I would have said B minus, so we're close. So there, that's probably going to be a common theme. We're going to be a half be a, a half, Yeah, which are So I was surprised with some of these DeAndre Swift stats. Uh, DeAndre Swift's third in the NFL in rushing yards. Yeah. Well, again, let's remember, not playing week one, essentially. For right. For all intents and purposes. And basically not playing the last month. But third, third in the NFL in rushing yards. Tied for third in runs over 20 yards. Eighth in yards per attempt. Ninth in forced missed tackles. Pretty good. Yeah. 13th in yards after contact. So he's been arguably a top 15 running back running the ball. My only thing is he hasn't topped 75 yards in a single game over the last since week three. Of his 614 yards, 305 came in just two games. So he had two outstanding games. He had that at, 175 in the it, one game. Exactly. Yeah. And then the Bucks the next week, he killed it. So he had one outstanding game. I think I think that's fair. That jives with what we feel. It, does, it feels like he's had a couple big games. And yeah, he's had two of, big games and seven kind of uh, games yeah. with some nice plays in I between. I think this is fair. Um, Kenny Gainwell, I don't know. I think C-plus might actually be the right game. I think that's fair. Yeah, because like Boston Scott, and look, Boston Scott's been hurt for a game, and now the personal stuff, we don't know what it is. But well, like, he's like a non-factor. He just hasn't, he just hasn't really play, played. And Pen- Rashad Penny hasn't gotten to play. Frankly, I think it's you could almost factor in the lack of... I think it's a C+. Plus, and yeah. I think it's because of DeAndre. And look, Gainwell, again, I think Gainwell... Well, it's an F if not DeAndre. I'm saying it's that's a C+, the, well, that, because of DeAndre. Yeah, yeah right. I'm saying it would be lower if it weren't for DeAndre. Yeah, like I he probably gets a B. I think, game, I think Gainwell's more... Like, I think Gainwell... Is other than the fumble, obviously, which again, you know, it was one play, and he doesn't normally do that, so I'm not going to kill him for it. I think Gainwell's been fine. I think it's the issue is that they are putting him in situations he shouldn't be in. But like, I don't think it's Gainwell's fault that he's not as good as he as they. Well, they're not they putting him in crazy situations. They're to be giving fair. him like third and nine runs and fourth and three runs. Well, yeah, but that? like, but I, like that's what running is, backs get. No, but my point is, is that I think they're relying on Gainwell too much in important situations when he's not good enough. For but, that. but but I agree, he still gets a bad grade. What I'm, I'm saying, saying is, I just don't think I think Gainwell is not. I think he's fine for what he is. I just don't think he's good enough. Yeah, I, I think like I think baked into that what we're saying is Gainwell's not been good this year. Like he just ha- he has not been good. Yeah. Like I think he is uh, I think again though, I blame the coaches 
for the way they use Gainwell as much as I blame Gainwell. Like, just have Gainwell come in in certain situations and be a breather or whatever. Stop giving him the football. Stop, yeah, like, well, I agree with you on that. Him. Like, I, I'm saying the poor production on those plays, I don't think it's his fault as much as it's the off the, the decision to go to him's fault. But because we don't think he's good, that's why we feel the way about the coaching. Sure, staff. I think yeah. he's average or yeah. a little below average. Um, And then, look, I don't think Penny factors into the grade much, but it is worth mentioning that they – Signed Penny like early in free agency. I know it wasn't a ton of money, but clearly they they had some type of hope yeah, for him. Yeah, but it was no. You pointed out the you were right. You went to talk about Victory Labs. You nailed this. Like you yeah, but like, I'm saying this is not much money. They're not that invested in the guy. Blah blah. And they weren't. They had. I, I think from the day they signed him to when they realized, well, like I think when they signed him, they had hope for him. I think they realized he was not going to be that very guy. clearly. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So and I think again they had hope for him, but again there was a reason he got six hundred thousand. And yeah, and I do think it's worth mentioning, like they can't run the ball right now. And I, I'm going to blame the running backs because the offense is part of it. I, well, again, I we're going to get to the offensive line in a minute. I do but. think that uh, the fact that it, they stopped running the ball well as soon as Jurgens went out, like I don't think we can completely dismiss Agreed. That. I, I think Jurgens was playing well enough before we got to that. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Um, We can do the tight ends and, re- and receivers as a group, I guess. I think they both get A's. Like, you could argue A+. Plus. If you really want to be, like, critical, you could say that the receivers outside of Swift, I'm sorry, outside of uh, Smith and AJ have not been that good. Like, obviously, Quez was a disappointment. Zacchaeus has been fine. Zacchaeus has been fine. Yeah, Julio had an, a touchdown. Like, but I think it's an A because AJ. I think it's an A. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's arguably an A+. Plus. Like, AJ yeah. Brown's been outstanding, like you the said. Second, one of the two best receivers in football. Yeah, if there was a non-quarterback MVP list, he might, be at, the, he might be at the top of it. Tim right. or Tyreek or McCaffrey. It's those three at yeah, the top Yeah, it would be those three. Yeah. Um, Devontae's been outstanding. Great. We um, don't need to say any more about yeah, that. Yeah, Goddard. We're good. Yeah. Uh, so you're including the tight the receivers. In the yeah. Game. I got you. Well, we haven't talked about Goddard being uh, knocked well, out. We talked about it on the pod. We assumed it yeah. was going to be for a little while. We just didn't know the exact amount of time. Honestly, it's it's great news. You know, the fact that it's only four weeks, it seems, and it probably could be six or whatever. Right. But I think in the moment when it happened, we all thought, wow, he could be out, you know, eight weeks. He could be out the rest of the season. Look, it's you don't want to lose Goddard. Uh, yeah, I guess it's true. But we, I think as far as it goes, when it happened, I think the news that it could be only be a month, especially when one of those or two of those weeks, essentially one and a half weeks is a bye week. Yeah. I think it's about as good as you could hope for in the moment. Yeah. You guys said this on the morning show and I initially d- disagreed with it, but I think you're probably right. Like if you would have told me when I, if I knew he was really hurt and you said it was a month, like I guess you probably would have taken that. Yeah, of course. But he is a big loss. Of and like, it it's, a ter- to, <laughs> it's a terrible time. It's a ma- so Ross Tucker said on the morning show today, and I think it was aggressive, but still like the fact that he said it, Definitely caught my attention. He said that, and I think Jalen is, he didn't think about Jalen when he said this, but he said that he thinks Goddard to the next at his position is the biggest drop-off on the Eagles, in his opinion, in terms of like going from Goddard 
to Stoll, Calcaterra, whatever, Alberto, he said the, that drop-off, yeah. the delta, is bigger than any other position drop-off on the team. And I think that might be a little aggressive because obviously yeah. Jalen Amari is like, clearly Lane it. Lane Johnson. Lane, but, to, which, which we saw happen. But, but his point is fair. But like, they the have point nobody is, is that, that losing Goddard is an absolute loss. Yeah. So in bad time, look with the bye week, maybe that helps. Um, That's why you traded for Alberto, though, right? I'll I mean, be curious to point. see if they put him on IR. Goddard. Yeah, Goddard. Because yeah, yeah. you miss four games. You don't miss four weeks. My guess is they won't. I don't think they will either. Yeah. Well, I guess it all depends on on their read of the injury. Yeah, but I think this is an injury and a player where you just, you don't want to... Suck it up and eat up Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. you don't want to run the risk if he feels Make ready to play injury. and he can't do it. Yeah. You know how many, like, I mean, Tanner McKee is inactive every week. You know what yeah. I mean? Or whoever you want to say. Anyway. Um, I'm curious. Albert o is inactive every week. Right. Just now, you guys. just switch those guys. So, I'll have you go first on this one. What would you give the offensive line? I have my grid written down. I'm just curious where you end up. Uh, it's funny because if we had done it a month ago, I'd probably be like, oh, hey, yeah. you know. And and even then, they weren't pass blocking great. I actually think the pass blocking has been really good I agree. the last few weeks. I feel like they've turned that around. Yeah. Obviously, the run blocking an issue. Um, and again, I think losing Jurgens mattered. I'd probably give him like a between a B and a B plus. So I gave him an A minus. Okay. So wow, how about that? So, so yeah, I think, I think I go B plus. Is so here was my logic on this. Like Lane's been outstanding. Kelsey's been outstanding. Dickerson has been outstanding. My lot has been really good too. My lot, it's interesting. So he's been like hit or miss, but the I, he's good. He's great. So I I test. I think he's been he's been definitely good this year for sure. He is I think the ninth rated or no uh, the Eagles and the Lions the only two teams in the NFL with two tackles in the top fifteen on Pro wow. Football Focus. So, you know, back to, to your line. Yeah. But so my lot overall, what Tanae I thought was, Sewell, turned out he's a good player. What I thought was surprising about my lot is he's, I have it written down here somewhere. I think he's fourth in the league in pressures allowed. Oh, uh, that is surprising. Which is surprising. It's something like 20, 20 total pressures in nine games, which I think actually kind of jives with what we've seen. I feel like he does give up pressure. He's only given up one sack, which is good in nine games, obviously. Um, my only reason why I did like an A minus. I think Jurgens played pretty well when he was in. I think the loss of him has clearly been seen. Uh, Opeta had to be benched. Steen, I don't think, played well against Dallas. So with the offensive line, they clearly have one weak spot until Jurgens come back. And frankly, who knows how Jurgens will be? Like, look at last year with Jordan Davis. Sure. I know it's a different body type, but yeah. both offensive linemen. Um, and it's foot injury. So who knows if he'll be the same when he comes back. But the right guard spot is also, an issue. Uh, uh, like a rookie for all intents. That's what rookie, I mean. Just like first year Jordan Davis was. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're... They can't run the ball, and I, I like, I'm, I'm not gonna, I can't break the tape down and tell you if it's the offense. It's all line. you can't say it's all on Jurgens, but like, it's not a coincidence that like he went out and they stopped being able to run right. the ball. It certainly has, has hurt him at least a certain level. Like their their running game is is really surprising. Lately. Yeah, like a lot of like running stats where you go. So go ahead. I'm sorry, I interrupted. No, I was just gonna say like they're not one of the best running teams in the NFL, which we expected, especially is, well considering they had like two massively huge running games yes. this season. Uh, it was interesting, Sirianni. Uh, talked about this on the morning show with us. Oh, I thought this answer was such a cop out by him. But it's part okay. of it. Good, good. Explain because he said that in their mind they run the ball well because their run efficiency was high. Oh, okay. Actually, that I thought was a good. I answer. I thought it was a really good answer because yeah. he's talking about like any basically like you know I'm sure there's a lot more to it, but he's basically like you know third and one you get the one yard like it's not going to help your yards per carry, but that's an efficient run. That's a good run as an example of it, and they have other metrics for other runs. You know, whether it's like getting five on first down is efficient or whatever it is. Right. Um, so they feel like they're not running the ball as poorly as, as it seems. So I think his logic is smart, but they had these same situations last year. Like, you know, like we, we, we can all see they can't run the ball as well. Like we can just yeah, see yeah, it. I test. The thing I also disagree with that he said was like, sometimes they'll pass it up. Like it's like technically. Oh, I, yeah, that was. And BS. I'm like, bro, that's. Bro, it's I don't know what to tell you. It's, it's literally pass. Pass, yeah. yeah. But um, so I, I went with an A minus. Their backups haven't been great when they've had to go in. Driscoll 
I, I think didn't, didn't play well when he had to come in. But overall, they still have on their offensive line four of the five spots. I think you feel really good about. Totally, I and not a lot of teams Yeah, I go B plus, but I agree with you. All right, especially like Sua, if you have to factor Sua, better not as good a backup as I had thought no, he was. Did, did did not. And just uh, in general, and I again, I know I said with the Driscoll thing, and then we'll get to the defense. Um, but Driscoll, when he played in that Jets game, um, you know that how bad he was, and I was like, oh, if you give him a week with Stoutland to prepare for a game, it's probably different than just coming in. In general, across the board, the backup lineman, and you know, Steen was, I think, decent actually compared to Opeta comparatively. Well, for his still, first game, still got beat yeah, a few times beat, yeah. cleanly. Um, I, I think that you know that um, the backups haven't been as good as we for remember sure. them being history. historically. It's like someone comes in, they're fine. It hasn't looked that way. But each week, they still. I've gotten really good offensive yeah, no play, I think. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.